Rarely accused of ribaldry, it's the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. The podcast that wants you to wear your thinking cap. Tough enough to drink napalm to soothe his heartburn, it's Medicare expert, Doug Jones. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. We're so happy to have you here with us. And um, if my voice hangs on through this episode, I want you to know that uh, your presence with us makes it all worthwhile. So thank you very much for uh, joining us. I want you to understand also that uh, if you're approaching Medicare, and if you're a little concerned about the decisions you have to make, if people have been telling you that you uh, are going to be faced with huge problems, very confusing things that you have to work out, I want to tell you that that's not necessarily true. What happens with Medicare is fairly simple and fairly cut and dried for most people, but there are people who benefit, who financially benefit from creating confusion. And so what you want to do to eliminate the confusion that they create is to go to Amazon.com and look for Medicare for the Lazy Man 2022. It is uh, easily to be had in any of uh, four different editions. The price is very reasonable. And when you spend a short time reading my book, Medicare for the Lazy Man 2022, you are going to find that you have become a Medicare expert and that it's all of a sudden much less confusing and starts to make sense. Not that anything created by the federal government ever makes sense in the long run, but to the extent that it is possible for a mere mortal, a human being, to understand what has been created by federal action, you will be an expert and you will know the best course of action for you because after all, it's all about financial protection. If you never got sick until the day you died, you wouldn't need health insurance. <clears throat> but this is health insurance that will protect you from the ravages of uh, expensive uh, medical treatment. And for those unfortunate people that have a lot of medical problems, uh, Medicare turns out to be a pretty uh, cost-effective way to protect yourself against the financial disaster that can be caused by repeated medical treatment. So enough of that boring stuff. Go buy the book, Medicare for the Lazy Man 2022. Randy, talk to us. He's Randy's Hello, over there. Mr. And Jones. Randy spins the dials and twists the knobs and slides the slides and makes this podcast sound a lot better than it would if I were just doing it by myself. So well, Randy thanks Carson. For, thanks for that, Doug. I really appreciate it. You know, it's uh, obviously it's something that I enjoy doing, but I always I always enjoy a good pat on the back, you know. And one thing I would like to do today is give you a pat on the back because I don't know how close you know we are to having downloaded, published, uh, you know, 50,000 downloads off of your podcast. Do you know how close we are to that? 
Well, I knew we're uh, in the high 40s at some point, and uh, uh, we were doing very, very well. And then there was a drop off in downloads over the last few days, and I didn't want to think about it anymore. So, I, well, there's, we're coming up, we're we're closing in on fifty thousand downloads, and we're also closing in pretty close uh-huh. in a little while on episode number five hundred. So. You know, oh, we've yeah, been, we've been at this a while, and it thanks to you, we're doing really well. Well, thank you for uh, the pat on the back, Randy. I appreciate it. People are going to talk and or look at us funny if we spend a lot of time patting each other on the back. But uh, we are a pretty good team. I don't uh, think there is anything that I've objected to about the quality of your work. And if you can put up with me uh, without complaint for as long as you have, then I'd say that you're a, quite a... Uh, an open-minded individual. So thank you for that. And thanks for the great work you do. Well, thank you. There, there was only one time I've got to tell the audience, there was only one time. There was only one time that Doug was grousing about what I wanted to do. And I said, Doug, I would, I would like to open each episode with a song and that I want to sing. And, and he said, well, let's think about that. And he never got back to me. I don't know why. Well, the problem with that, and I didn't want to hurt your feelings, that's why I was hoping you would drop the whole idea, was that you wanted to play the accordion while you sang. And oh, that was, that's right. That was the that's deal right. breaker. And uh, right. then then I went back to my memories, my fond memories of Judy Tenuta. Anybody from Chicago knows who Judy Tenuta is. She used to do a lot of uh, stand-up comedy and uh, played the accordion while she told jokes. And I just loved the heck out of her. She just died not too long ago. I was going to say, you know, she's, she passed away recently. Now, how do you know that? Because when I first mentioned her name to you a few years ago, you didn't know who she was. So you must have done a little research. Well, I, as you know, I do a lot of reading and a lot of listening. I, I'm My daughter tells me I am the rest reservoir i guess what you would sure. say of all bizarre information so i have <laughs> to keep up on it and i i read a couple of weeks ago that she died she passed away a couple yep. weeks ago yep. and when i saw her face i knew exactly who she was because i've seen her on a number of different shows yeah a very remarkable face uh, not one that one would call uh, beautiful by any stretch of the imagination but you got to love somebody with a sense of humor like hers yeah. uh, she was fantastic and at one point she was married to Emo Phillips another Chicago bred stand-up comedian he's still with us but uh, I don't know if he's actually performing anymore or not but I guess those two were a coosome doosome for a while well, I, I, I wish Judy well. Rest in peace. You know, there's a lot of comics, a lot of good comics, and she clearly was one of the best. Absolutely. She was great. So anyway, let us get down to business with our Medicare uh news items for today. I normally like to have one subject, but in this case, I've just been uh raking in the uh the uh printer <laughs> paper that's been flying out of the printer. When I had things that I wanted to talk about, I try to put them in print and then I pile them up and I'm blessed. I'm blessed with a stack of things, that, uh, a wide variety of things. Uh, for one thing, Steve, one of our favorite uh, listeners, Steve uh, mentioned uh, that he heard our podcast where somebody was asking about the star rating for Clear, excuse me, Clear Spring Value Prescription Drug Plan. Clear Spring is a a prescription drug company that I got uh, certified with this year so that if any of my clients find that that plan is the best 
for them for the coming year, the best uh, Medicare um, drug plan, Part D, then I can uh, sign them up for it. I can make a couple of dollars, you know, some beer money, and uh, they will be well served. But uh, somebody wrote in and said a few episodes ago and, and said that Clear Spring only has like two stars. Should I be worried about this? And I said, I think it was Jules, and he was concerned about whether the um, uh, plan's star rating was really indicative of their quality. And I said, for several reasons, I don't think so. I don't have a lot of confidence in the star rating, and especially when it comes to something other than Medicare Advantage plans. The star rating was designed to measure one Medicare Advantage plan against another uh, based on the experiences people had with them, were they happy with them and all that stuff. When it gets to a drug plan, that has a whole different criteria. And when it comes to the one Medicare Advantage plan I don't hate, which is the Medicare Medical MSA plan, that only gets two stars. And I talked to the plan uh, people about that, and they said that's because the criteria that they use for Medicare Advantage plans, the star system was created for, they're totally different than the criteria people would use to compare our uh, strong points. And so therefore we look bad when there's a comparison. So I think that's the same uh, unfortunate fact with a Medicare part D drug plan. And that's why I suggested that uh, maybe clear spring wasn't a bad choice. If that's the uh, best medic or the best choice for you, from a dollars and cents point of view. And Steve then wrote in and said, uh, I've been using ClearSpring for the past year and for a partial year before that. And uh, he said, I have had good uh, experience with them. I've used both their mail order and used their plan to purchase at my local pharmacy. And I've had no problems for certain things. I check good RX and they sometimes have a better price, but I think this is true for any drug plan. Steve said, I didn't pay any attention to the star rating and I've never been asked to rate them. I was telling him that the star ratings are based on the interviews that they have with the uh, plan participants, uh, plan members. And if they don't respond when they're asked for an opinion, then of course uh, these people harass them. They call them up and they bug them until they get an answer from them. And that probably tends to be a more negative answer because if somebody's bugging me, I'm not going to give them a happy uh, answer. If they're uh, saying, hey, answer our our stupid um, uh, survey, and I say, I don't want to answer your survey, then uh, I'm going to go down as a negative and that product is not going to look as, uh, as beneficial. Let's see here. I have a... Uh, an article entitled, <laughs> go figure, this is a really going to surprise Randy. It is really going to surprise Randy. And I don't know where I found this. This was uh, uh, written in June of this year. And the title of this article, and Randy's going to have to hold himself back, The Pitfalls of Medicare Advantage Plans. And it's, oh, boy, his thumbs are up in the air. Let's go, he says. Let's read this article. So a Medicare Advantage plan, Part C, da, 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 may sound enticing. It combines uh, the coverages that you would find in Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B and Medicare Part D sometimes. And uh, they offer sometimes extra coverage for vision and hearing and dental. They're offered by private companies approved by Medicare. Still, while many offer low premiums, sometimes as low as $0 per month, that's pretty low. 
The devil is in the details. You will find that many plans unexpectedly won't cover certain expenses when you get sick, resulting in unforeseen out-of-pocket costs to you. And what they pay can differ depending upon your overall health. Let's take a look at some of the disadvantages of Medicare disadvantage plans. A Medicare disadvantage plan is what Randy and I call them. They are known as Medicare Part C, and Steve tells us that's crap. They provide uh, all these benefits, blah, blah, blah. Let's see, Medicare Advantage providers must accept all medical Medicare-eligible enrollees. That means if somebody's unhealthy, they can enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan without proving evidence of good health. They have to take all comers. Um, Sick participants may find that Medicare costs skyrocket under a Medicare Advantage plan due to the co-payments and out-of-pocket expenses. Medicare Advantage plan customers can switch back to original Medicare during an annual open enrollment period, but, and this is Doug talking here, there's no guarantee that they can qualify for a Medicare supplement plan. So my advice is buy a Medicare supplement plan when you are first eligible for Medicare so that nobody will ask anything about your medical history, and then just stay with Medicare supplement the rest of your life. That gives you the best coverage there is in the world of Medicare. So coverage choices for Medicare. Let's see. Da, 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 da. I don't want to read through things that our clientele or uh, our listeners already know. Medicare Advantage plan is intended to be an all-in-one alternative to original Medicare. These plans are offered by private insurance companies that contract with Medicare to provide benefits. Most plans cover benefits that original Medicare doesn't offer, such as vision, hearing, and dental. You have to sign up for Part A and Part B before you can enroll in a Medicare disadvantage plan. The private insurers received a receive a fixed amount each month for Medicare Advantage plan care. In turn, these companies can charge out-of-pocket costs to policyholders, and they are able to establish their own rules for service, such as the need for referrals or provider networks for both non-urgent care and emergency services. The range of of 2022 Medicare Advantage plans maximum out-of-pocket limits, according to Medicare.com, a Medicare educational site. Uh, Medicare Advantage plans do have a yearly limit on your out-of-pocket costs for medical services called the MOOP, maximum out-of-pocket. Once you reach this limit, you'll pay nothing for covered services for the rest of the year. Each plan can have a different limit, and the limit can change each year. So that's a factor to consider when purchasing a Medicare Advantage plan. Not surprisingly, there's often an inverse relationship between the amount of a plan's deductible and the premium and the size of the MOOP. In a general Medicare, uh, in general, Medicare Advantage plans do not offer the same level of choice as a Medicare plus Medigap combination. I've been blowing that horn ever since I got into this business. I like freedom of choice. My clients seem to appreciate freedom of choice. Most plans in the Medicare Advantage area require you to use their network of doctors and health providers. And the reason they say most is because there's one Medicare Advantage plan that I don't hate, and that is the Medicare MSA. And if anybody wants details on that, I'll be happy to send them to you. Just write me at dbj at mlmmailbag.com. Since Medicare Advantage plans can't pick their customers, they must accept any Medicare-eligible participant 
They discourage people who are sick by the way they structure their co-pays and deductibles. Many enrollees have been hit with unexpected costs and denial of benefits for various types of care deemed not medical necessary. Consider your other costs, this article goes on to say. Out-of-pocket costs can quickly build up over the year if you get sick. The Medicare Advantage plan may offer a $0 premium, but the out-of-pocket surprises may not be worth the initial savings if you get sick. The best candidate for a Medicare Advantage plan is someone who is healthy, says uh, the senior attorney for the Center for Medicare Advocacy. We see trouble when someone gets sick, she says. Switching back to original Medicare, when you can save money, while you can save money with a Medicare Advantage plan, when you are healthy, if you get sick in the middle of the year, you're stuck with whatever costs you incur. If you decide that Medicare Advantage plan isn't for you, you have the right under federal law to purchase any Medicare or Medicare supplement plan if you switch to original Medicare within 12 months of the date that you first joined a Medicare Advantage plan. So let me say that again. From uh, the first time that you join a Medicare Advantage plan, you have 12 months to change your mind and switch back to a Medicare supplement. After that, you're on your own, and you're probably going to have to show evidence of good health if you want to switch to the far superior Medicare supplement plan. You may also switch from your Medicare Advantage plan to original Medicare during the annual open enrollment period, which I believe is January through March of each year. If you qualify for a separate enrollment period, that's another time that you can do that. However, you may not be able to purchase a Medigap policy if you switch after the aforementioned 12-month period. If you are able to do so, it may cost more than it would have cost when you first enrolled in Medicare. Keep in mind that an employer only needs to provide Medigap insurance if you spe uh, meet specific requirements regarding underwriting. This is, If this is after the 12-month period, that is. The wait time for Medigap coverage can be avoided if you have what is called a guaranteed issue right. A thorough breakdown of what is considered a guaranteed issue right where an insurance company cannot refuse to sell you a Medigap policy can be found on the Medicare website. That's medicare.gov. Uh, Why is Medicare Advantage a bad choice? Medicare Advantage can become expensive if you're sick due to uncovered co-pays. Additionally, a plan may offer only a limited network of doctors, which can interfere with patients' choices. It's not easy to change to another plan if you decide to switch to a Medigap, uh, to switch to a Medigap policy. There are often lifetime penalties. Why should I choose Medicare Advantage? A Medicare Advantage plan covers some of the gaps original Medicare uh, has and usually offers a $0 premium of all co-pays and deductibles before choosing the plan. Also, be sure to find out if your doctors accept the plan and all the medications you take, if it's a plan that also wraps in Medicare drug coverage as well. So um, that's just a little different way of warning people. I usually warn people away from Medicare Advantage plans because you can't get back to the good freedom of choice coverage uh, at the end of the year, if you get sick, you have to show evidence of good health to qualify for a Medicare supplement plan once you've passed your 12-month period and um, you've, you know, there are very few other options that you have to get a Medicare supplement without showing evidence of good health.
How are we looking time-wise, Randy? My clock says 20 minutes, but I don't know when I started it. Uh, we have three seconds left. Just enough time to swallow <laughs> a Coke? I heard one yeah. cricket. Yeah, the crickets are here, but before I let go of this idea that's stuck in my head, I have some things. I think we're going to play a little short game of Stump the Insurance Expert. Oh, boy. I, I keep getting stumped. Ah, ouch. Not so as much. These are these, I think these are easy ones, Doug. Oh, boy. All righty. Lay them on me. Okay. So what does it mean if 80% of Congress supports Medicare Advantage plans? That means that the, the two Democrats that want to remove the word Medicare from the term Medicare Advantage are going to lose. Well, there's that. Plus, it also might mean, and I think this is also a possibility, that 80% of our Congress don't understand insurance. Well, I think that's true uh, for the one sitting on the right side of the aisle, uh, because if they understood insurance, they would understand the value of freedom of choice. When you have a Medicare disadvantage plan, you don't have the same freedom of choice that you would if you had a um, Medicare supplement. So here's your last, or at least part of the last, stump the insurance expert question. Stump me, today. baby. Stump me. Stump me. Okay, so what is the period of time of October 15th through December 7th? Well, that would be annual election period. The annual you election know what, period. You, you know what that aligns with in terms of that time? Uh, is the moon in the house of uh, Saturn or what? <laughs> well, that's, a, that's from Aquarius. I give up. Now, you, you may not know this, but I also, in my research for today's episode, I, I discovered that that aligns with the zombie apocalypse for this year. Well, it's not surprising to me. That's when these Medicare <laughs> Advantage plans have to hire extra people. I know. I, I totally get it. And I'm, I'm not, a, I don't understand why, but I, I did discover that it aligns with the zombie apocalypse for 2022. Jeez. But having said that, you know, the, uh, the chirps, the, the crickets have chirped and we probably need to go ahead and start signing off here. All right. We well, have, uh, we have a lot of people to thank. We well, have, you better start uh, because it's going to take most of the rest of the day if we thank okay. everybody that deserves right. it. Okay, Billy in Ontario, California. Thank <laughs> you minute. so this much. Oh, this isn't romper room. <laughs> <laughs> You're not holding up that mirror with no glass oh, in it. Oh, I see God. Billy okay. and I see I, I see, see Jason and I see William. Yeah. Okay, well, we can't. Maybe next week. But one thing <laughs> I was going to make sure and mention is those of you who are listening today. We are going to have a guest in the studio next week. I would like to point out that Doug told me that the agent negotiations are done. The fees are set. So we're good to go next week. So be sure and be sure and log in for next week because it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk to a fellow that we have been waiting to get on this show for many, many, many moons. But having said that, we need to thank you all for joining us. Uh, you, I, I keep asking this, and I and I really thank you for for paying attention to me because sending Doug mail at dbj at the ML, at mail. Let me run that past you one more time. <laughs> dbj at mlmmailbag.com. Doug loves getting email there, and we we typically get email from a lot of the friends of the podcast, and we we have a lot of them, and we really thoroughly enjoy hearing. Them hearing from them and about them. 
Visit the website, MedicareForTheLazyMan.com. Doug talked about the paperback. He talked about the audio. He talked about the Kindle version. Don't forget to find some place that you get your podcasts and give us five stars because it helps us a lot. But in the meantime, you have just spent about 32 and a half minutes with Doug Jones, the anti-insurance insurance guy, originally from the red dirt of Oklahoma, no more. He's living up in the high mountains behind Cave Creek, Arizona, in his fortress of solitude, so high that he has to go put on an oxygen mask to go get his mail. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next time.